The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again a continuation of our Old Testament reading for Trinity Sunday. This reading is from Genesis 1 verses 26 and through 31. This is from the sixth day of creation, focusing especially on the creation of, of man and, and woman. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created them in his own image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. My dear friends in Christ, years ago in Sunset, Sunshine Magazine, there was an interesting article that oh, compared the human mind to a computer. And, oh, this was years ago and things have changed a bit, but what the scientists were saying is they'd like to know what size of computer would be involved if it was able to do all of the calculations and figurings that go on in uh, human mind in the average length of a person's life. But they were thinking, well, what would be the size of this machine, this computer? What kind of cooling power would be needed to cool the heat coming off of this, and, and also how much power would be required in order to run something like this. Well, they decided if all of the parts were transistorized and, and built on a minute scale, like those that are used in rockets going to the moon, they made this following conclusion. They said, a machine the size of the United Nations built in New York, a cooling system with an output equal to Niagara Falls, and a power source that would produce as much electricity as is used in homes and industry in the entire state of California. Well, that was from years ago, and computers have have advanced so much over the years and become so much more compact. It, it really is kind of amazing when I think about the, the cell phone that I have today, 
that cell phone is so much more powerful than the, well, than you put my first several computers today, most of them together, this cell phone is so much more powerful than it. But, but still, if you think about it, a machine that would be capable of doing what the human mind is capable of doing, that is something that would still be enormous. God made the human mind with so much more capacity than any computer, and it's really just a shame that we human beings don't, we sinful human beings don't use our God-given brains the way that we could or the way that we should, and that's part of the reason why we have the different problems and troubles that we have in our world. When God originally created Adam and Eve, God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. When God said, let us make man, he said, our image, our likeness. Well, it's obvious that what he was talking about there is our triune God, our one true God who is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when he says that he wants to make man, the human race, in our image, in our likeness, he's not talking about appearance and, and he's not talking about intellectual capacity. The Apostle Paul, he told the Ephesian Christians and he tells us believers as well, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. When sin entered into the world, what happened is, well, God had made Adam and Eve in his image, in his likeness, but that perfect image of God, it was lost. That perfect image of God, that was that true righteousness and holiness that the Apostle Paul talked about. And well now, as believers, what the Holy Spirit wants to do is, he wants to help us to fight against sin and to live in true righteousness and holiness. And and the fact of the matter is, is he'll give us all the help that, that we need to do that. Only thing is, we don't take advantage of that like we could. Originally, Adam and Eve didn't need the Holy Spirit like that for help to do that. They had that ability, but, well, the, the, they didn't need help. God had created them perfect. The capacity, the potential of the human brain is something that's so amazing. But the way God created Adam and Eve perfectly in, in God's image, in God's likeness, makes that human brain capacity look like almost nothing. God created them so wonderfully. And the tragic thing, of course, is that that image was lost in the, in the fall, but thankfully, the wonderful thing for us to remember is that one day what will happen is that 
Jesus will take all of us believers home to heaven and when he takes us home to heaven, he's going to give us glorified bodies and he's going to restore that perfect image of God, that perfect likeness of God. And when he takes us to heaven, there are going to be no more of the problems or troubles that are caused by sin ever again. And furthermore, in heaven, what's going to be the case is that we won't have the capacity ever again to sin against God and to lose that image of God. We'll have that image of God perfectly forever. When God created Adam and Eve, he created them as the crown of his creation. And by that, what I mean is that the earth and all of its creatures the universes, the galaxies, everything that's out there, all of that God made for you and for me. Our reading says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Well, that be fruitful and multiply, well, be fruitful and increase in number. What God wanted to do is, God was thinking about all of the things that he had made and he wanted more and more and more people to enjoy all of those different blessings. God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. Here God is showing his love and his concern for the crown of his creation, for the human race, by providing for them, well, and for all creatures. Before saying, and there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day, ending the six regular days of creation, well, our reading says, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Everything completely finished, everything completely perfect. And again, what we have to say is what a shame it was that that perfection was destroyed, was completely shattered by the fall into sin, and that Adam and Eve lost that perfect image of God. But thankfully, God didn't and doesn't want that perfect image of God to be lost forever. That's why he gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus to wash away our sinful image with his death on the cross and to restore God's perfect image with, with his perfect, his sinless life here on this earth. When, when we look back at creation and think about how things were, what God did, don't we just have to say, Wow, that was amazing and wonderful. And now because God gave us Jesus as our Savior and, and because he gives us the Holy Spirit to make us believing children of God, well, right now, don't we just have to say, wow, it's amazing and wonderful that God cares for us and and wants us to be with him forever. And one day, by God's grace, 
when Jesus does take us home to heaven, you know what we're going to be doing? We're going to be explaining, wow, this is wonderful, and this is amazing, and this is forever. Imagine what it will be like to be perfect, like Adam and Eve were created, to be in the image of God, in the likeness of God, and to be that way forever, all because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for creating Adam and Eve perfect in your image, in your likeness. When they fell and when we fall, how thankful we have to be to know that in Jesus, you made a way for us not to be stuck in our sin and our sinful condition forever, but, but to be perfect again in your image and your likeness forever. Thank you for giving us Jesus, our solution to sin, our way to salvation and our restoration of your perfect image. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.